0: Today, we're going to talk about the kitty sister strategies when it comes to goal setting that has significantly enhanced how we operate and run our apartment investing business without compromising on our main value, trading time for money.
1: This is Cashflow
0: Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Welcome back, Cashflow Multipliers. Nancy and Palmie here, and we're thrilled to dive into today's topic: goal setting that has significantly enhanced how we operate and run our apartment investing business while making your money work for you. Now, Palm, can you really be been recording Cashflow Multipliers podcast for almost fifty episodes now? Wow, that's pretty crazy. Time just flies by when you're having so much fun. I mean, before we continue do any farther, I wanna ask, what's been going on with you?
1: Wow, that's a really weird question because you don't really ask that normally, so oops. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a little tired. I can't believe we're almost really in the middle of Q2 right now. We're still so many goals that we still wanna achieve. I don't wanna say that we're far behind because we definitely have a strategy, but man, I can feel like hard to stay on top of everything sometimes.
0: Yes, yes, I couldn't agree with you more and definitely feel like we're not alone here. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are thinking through similar things, especially those who are, you know, actively investing right now. It's hard to stay motivated and on top of your game this time of the year compared to all the gusto and vigor you had in January.
1: Yeah, of course, there's so many more distractions that happen, right? And your motivation definitely wanes. Yeah, like January me is not May me. <laughs> so January me was thinking like, thinking, hey, I should start drinking celery juice every morning. That didn't happen, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But there's no shame in that either. For sure, it's easy to get distracted and disorganized as the year goes on. And those audacious goals that we set for ourselves early in the year may not have the same appeal as it once did.
0: You're right on that. We can't tell you how many years we set our goals that's so audacious and so overwhelming that by the time we get to the end of, you know, Q2, we couldn't even look at them. Anyone who has ever sent a text that took guts understand this. You said what you said, sent it out. And now you're cringing thinking, what is wrong with me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's been done more than once. (laughs) Yes, Nan. And that's exactly where it just happened to me yesterday, actually. (laughs) Oh, TMI, maybe. It means similarly setting. But similarly, I mean, like setting those goals, telling people that your crazy plans and then looking back and thinking, who was she?
0: Sometimes goals can intimidate us. And if you're like us, you tend to pound way too much in Q1 and then you work nonstop to try to hit all your goals before the start of Q2. And then, guess what? The weather starts to get warmer and you're probably looking outside thinking, well, in our case, Boba.
1: Or like a April Spritz, something fancy like that for normal people.
0: Yes, ours is little (laughs) popa on an outdoor patio sound a lot better than reviewing these apartment renovations.
1: Nan, it's natural and we all need a break, but then we stop and look at our goals and that innocent summer spritz turned to a fall fall fallout. Like, where did the time go? Now, you may be wondering, how do we know so much about this?
0: Well guys, because we've been there before and we're not super proud of it because you know us, we're all about making our money work for us, not the other way around.
1: So we made a few changes and we learned that we don't have to set our goals just for Q1 and Q2 and learn the value of spreading our goals throughout the year so that we don't jam everything before the Easter bunny even arrives. Today,
0: we're going to talk about the Kitty sister strategies when it comes to goal setting that has significantly enhanced how we operate and run our apartment investing business without compromising on our main value, trading time for money.
1: Nan, are you ready to dive in? Let's do this. Okay, first thing first, we maintain peak performance by starting each week without a plan. Oh, <laughs> Sunday series, we don't know her. Because when Monday comes, we're cruising in and spending our time formulating our go-to plan for the week.
0: And the difference between a go-to plan and goals is that we're focusing on a three to four project we must get done in order to reach our overarching goals that contribute to a larger goal, which is our quarterly goal.
1: A lot of goals there. But Nan, Nan and I love breaking down our goals and dividing them through plans because it helps us get to where we going, we want to go faster. So therefore, we're not consumed by the weight of the quarterly goal Breaking it up into bite-sized pieces has made all the difference in our planning. This may surprise
0: some of you guys, but we don't do everything together. (laughs) This means our responsibilities are different, but there are times when our job overlaps like recording the flow Multiplier podcast, for example, or working out together
1: and making sure we're eating meals at the same time. Okay, the last one isn't really true, <laughs> but you get the point. We're both busy ladies who have designated our time together and apart, and the best way we keep track of each other and our, keep each other accountable is through project management softwares. And our favorite one is Monday.com.
0: And we're a big fan of four-day work week and so is our team of course it forces us to be more efficient flexible and prioritize the top things we need to get done so we're completing our plan that accomplishes our long-term goals
1: one last thing i think we should emphasize here is that don't let things go by the wayside and this is very important to review what we've done in the week to ensure that you're still on track to hit your annual goals that's the tip you just gave
0: Palm, is golden I know. <laughs> Next, our second key factor in making sure we're on track with our goals is to never stop being inspired and continue our education. No, no one is going back to college now, right? No. Although sometimes we long for a simpler time, a set schedule, and seeing our friends every weekend rather than playing hangouts three months in advance, by continuing education, we mean the simple act of reading books, listening to podcasts, and getting inspired by great leaders in the real estate industry.
1: Oh my gosh. When you said back to college, I like sort of having like PTS about like (laughs) exams. Oh no, don't give me more power. And that's how we have nightmares. Oh my gosh. So, so truly. So education can tremendously be helpful in three main ways, guys. Number one, it expands your imagination and tap into that childhood wonders of yours. Number two, you know this, your knowledge, the day that you stop learning is a day that you're in the ground. And number three, you get your mind thinking big. We often get in our own way sometimes and you want to stay on top of your game, right? How you may ask, Start reading. Learn enough to keep you dangerous.
0: Would you agree, Palm?
1: after university, we both kind of just stopped our education? Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's for sure. I was completely burnt out from reading or writing papers myself. And as if I couldn't, if it couldn't contribute to my overall GPA, I think at that time, You're my like, mentality was no, no. like, ah, whatever. <laughs> and it wasn't until we started surrounding ourselves with truly high-level entrepreneurs and we looked at each other's, and we were thinking, oh, my God, these people are so freaking smart. And they're reading a lot more than us. And that really, really jumpstarted us and kicked us in the butts, kicked us into high gear. And that's when we started seeing like how real estate investors, they never stop learning and neither should we.
0: Guys, there's always new skill to learn, strategy to adopt, ideas to generate, especially in the world of apartment investing, where what we do impact people's lives. Real estate is hands on when it comes to impact you can have on people. It's the difference between uncertainty and certainty, turning basic shelter into a home, making people's dreams of loving where they live come true.
1: And for those reasons and more, you always want to be on top of your game, be on trend and look for ways to increase the bottom line, NOI and return of investment for past investors. Because the scary part is it only takes one more move to break the trust. Next, our third pointer for reaching those goals is to rest. (laughs) Yes, you heard that right. The Kitty Sisters just said, to reach your goals is to rest. Do not work too hard to the point where you forget to block days off. You know those crabby teammates of yours who often seem to be like working more than playing? Yeah, I know you know who they are. <laughs> yeah, don't be like that guy. So make it a point to actually take him off work. This idea actually came from one of our favorite authors, right, Nan?
0: Yeah, and this one is by The One Thing by Gary Killer. is one of our favorite reading, actually. He goes through the concept of how less can actually means more by focusing your energy on one goal at a time. And a big one is the art of rest. Well, I would say resting is just as important
1: as working. This is why we're so intentional with the start of our year. Yep, for us, we start every year with vacation mode on and are out of office still going past <laughs> Jan 1 for sure. Why? Because we know you'll need it, we will need it, and uh, we know that we'll be able to afford it. And that's really the perk of having passive income paying for your vacation. Our perspective is working in between vacations, not vacationing in between work. So, you guys, do you see the big mental difference there? So, according to the U.S. travel report, 55% of Americans do not use all their paid time off. What? Yes, seriously. They get paid and they choose not to take it. God. Why? Those who are at least successful, they actually don't feel like they deserve the time off either because they think, like, they haven't done enough. You mean like their least successful people, they think that way. Right, you're right. Yes, that's what I meant. And because they think they may not be able to afford it either. Wow. Okay, guys,
0: let's take a pause right here. Whatever you're doing right now, if you're working a full-time job, you deserve a break. Rest is essential to making sure you're functioning alert and refreshed. Without taking time off, you're doing everyone, your family, your friends, your coworker a disservice for sure. As for you affording... This pandemic has taught us that sometimes home can be the safest refuge. You don't have to do anything luxurious. Just DoorDash and a long bath is good. By planning our time off in advance, we manage our work time around our downtime instead of the other way around. Time blocking your time offs allows you to be more rested, relaxed, and productive.
1: Everything needs to rest in order to function better. Okay, enough talk about it. Do something about it. Let's see those vacation time blocks off for your better overall you. You got it, girl. I just booked us a vacation.
0: (laughs) I'm just kidding. And our last pro tip for you today is when it comes to setting your goals and achieving them is to stop multitasking. This will be tougher for some of you other than others for sure.
1: Yeah, parents especially seem to have mastered this, like making your kids dinner while taking a late work phone call. But the bottom line is for the majority of people, when it comes to making an impact on your work, multitasking doesn't maximize your efficiency which we touched on this topic on episode 20 active versus passive which is better for you according to author steve uzo multitasking is merely the opportunity to screw up more than one thing at a time like we mentioned people do have the ability to multitask obviously like how we're recording this podcast and i'm already thinking about what's for lunch okay not quite the same thing but i see where you're going our point is parents is a prime example of this, wanting to be present for their kids, but also making sure that their work projects are under control. You can also walk and talk, chew gum and drive at the same time, but our attention still bounces back and forth. And we're not computers where our sole purpose is to focus on two things at a time. Think of the repercussions for humans if it were the case. Two airliners cleared to
0: land on the same runway, a patient was giving the wrong pr- like medicine, and the kids were left unattended in the pool. I mean, come on, that's... You see, these examples are tragedy that stem from people trying to do too many things at once and forgetting what they should actually focus on.
1: American poet Billy Collins writes one of our favorite lines, we can call it multitasking, which makes it sound like ability to do a lot of things at the same time. A Buddhist would call this monkey mind. (laughs) And to further prove our point about multitasking not equating to efficiency, researchers estimate that we lose 28% of an average workday to multitasking inefficiencies. Wow. That's a lot. And this whole time, we thought we were just being clever. Multitasking has this way
0: of thinking it's possible, but under its guise, we realize we're never really going like doing what we're trying to accomplish effectively.
1: Nan, so when people ask us, what's our secret sauce, quote unquote, for doing it all? Our answer to this is, oh, our
0: answer is simple. We don't have one. Not doing it all actually help us do it all. We don't multitask, and we have multiple streams of income. Seem counterintuitive, kind of right, guys? Well, yet somehow it's possible. While we want to grow our wealth, instead of trading more time for more money, we actually find ways for our money to work harder for us instead. Stay with us here for a second. Focusing on one thing at a time, putting our energy into certain plans that get you know closer to our. Or arching goals. In this case, I mean, in this way, we have multiple streams of income without having more than one job.
1: Guys, all these ideas we shared today point back to all the things we're not doing in order to make our goals happen. We're not planning, we're not stopping our education, we're not planning vacations around work, and we're not multitasking.
0: Yes. And that's why when the end of Q2 comes around, we're not stressing, right? We love knowing that these intentional mentorship have made an incredible impact in our lives, built our wealth and made us happier and healthier whole beings. So what thing are you not going to do today?
1: That's a great question. (laughs) So that's it for today. Team Cash Multipliers. We love hanging out with you guys every week and we're looking forward to being back with you guys next week for another podcast.
0: Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our Cashful Multiplier podcast. And of course, check us out on social media at the Kitty Sisters on Instagram. We love connecting with people there too. Talk soon. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com
1: slash podcast.